Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Scoopy Radio. In your area code, on a plane, on a train, everywhere you want to be. I am Brandon Scoopy Robinson. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at Scoopy, Instagram, Scoop on the Scoopy, Snapchat, Scoop on the Scoopy. Make sure to subscribe to the Scoopy Radio podcast. Podcast play to the Stitcher app or simply visit ScoopBradio.com and on the line, he needs no introduction, but I respect this man, so we'll give him one. It's none other than Jason McIntyre from Fox Sports One, and you're a multimedia journalist, man, with a traditional, non-traditional route, man. That 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 I am totally impressed with. First and foremost, Jason, welcome to Scoop B Radio. Hey, thanks a lot for having me. You gave me too good of an introduction, man. I'm I'm just a dude trying to make it in this weird sports media universe. I hear you, but you, but but your production is is definitely uh, something to to definitely smile about. I, I first, uh, to be honest with you, came uh, to be familiar with you when you wrote about an interview that I did on Scoopy Radio with Tim Thomas talking about Kenya Martin. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. It's funny. I, I worked at a newspaper about 15 years ago in northern New Jersey, and Tim Thomas was a legend in that area. I mean, he, you know, his days coming out of, I think it was Patterson Catholic High School. He was like a 6'10", stretch four before really the stretch fours were a thing. And he is a legend. In, I mean, he, people just sweat. Tim uh, Thomas, he went to Villanova. NBA career, would you, would you agree it wasn't as great as everybody thought it would be? Uh, but apparently he's a super nice guy, and yeah, I definitely remember writing about it. <laughs> Thank you for that. That was actually the first viral interview that ever happened on Radio. We had started in 2016. We went from uh, 300 streams in 2016 to 2017, 2.5 million to 2018.3 million. So you really were like the first major to pay us any any attention. Oh well, hey man, you you earned it. I mean, hey, that's that's what you got to do. You got to cut through. It's on. It's really crowded out there. You did a good job of it. You continued to do. And and that's kind of what brings me to the point about you. Um, was a big lead. Uh, was purchased by USA Today in 2012. You 
from what I understand, you were at the Bergen record. Um, you freelanced yeah. at a myriad of outlets, Max, on ESPN, the magazine, ESPN.com, and CBS Sports. Did you kind of know what you were doing? Was it strategic or did it just kind of happen? Take me back to 2015. Yeah, no, it uh, it definitely wasn't fully strategic. I, I And you can't overthink it and think like, oh, I'm going to do this and it's going to lead to this and that. And someone told me this analogy, and I kind of think it applies to some of the stuff I've done, uh, whether it was on you know sports blog or uh, trying to transition from uh, the web when social media took over to email me. Not a lot of guys like me out there, guys who built a blog and have transitioned to be like a triple threat or what have you. You know, Clay Travis has certainly done a couple other guys, but um, yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to be that guy who's who's staying up to speed on what's going down. Scoopy Radio on the line with Jason McIntyre of Fox Sports 1 talking everything career and more. Uh, I think that the multimedia uh, route is something that is it's it's kind of innovative, but it, it's not really new. But I think that the folks who have stuck with it are kind of um, starting to get their just due. Just due. Aside from yourself, who do you find in our field has ha- is having a similar path than you and getting recognized for going the writing route to the radio route to the TV route that you actually respect? Yeah, no, it's it's weird. I, I don't like to compare because I, you know, in a way, I know I just use that analogy about trend following, but like everybody kind of carves out their different paths. Right now, uh, sports gambling is now legalized in several states. It's only going to grow in the same way that marijuana. So for me, I saw that as a trend that's happening. So I'm kind of adding to my repertoire, diving into gambling heavily. I started a gambling podcast covering the NFL, NBA, college basketball, college football. Uh, and and I, I'm seeing other people go that route. But um, in, in terms of like blog, uh, and again, blogs are not uh, as popular as you think. You know, they were a big deal maybe a decade ago. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Scoop, when you, when you look at it, like how many guys have a blog now? It's, it's so much work, right? You have to actually do work instead of just sitting at your computer and firing off tweets or, or, or updating your Instagram. It's just so much easier to just, uh, do it that way. So I kind of went an unconventional route. I mean, Scoop, this is going to sound funny to you and the, and the listeners. Uh, when I was in college, my dream was to be like a Lakers beat writer. You know, I, I, I wanted to work at a newspaper, start as a Lakers beat writer, then become a columnist covering the Lakers because they were the first game I ever went to. And like, nobody aspires to that now. Nobody wants to be a beat writer, right? You know, it, the technology has changed things so much that a guy with like very little background experience can see, see what's going on, follow the trend and, and kind of dive in that way. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I want a unique route. I don't know if a lot of guys are going to go, um, the, the route of website now because of the, uh, where social media said it, but I don't know. I, I, I just think there are opportunities out there. I don't know that there's a lot of guys like me. And again, I'm not a former athlete. Um, you know, I, I obviously didn't play in the NFL. I didn't play college sports. Um, and obviously I'm not a white guy, you know, uh, you know, uh, my, my parents have a big background. So. <laughs> Jason McIntyre, the line with Scooby Radio. Jason, you still give the Philadelphia Eagles a 0% chance of winning the Jeez, man. Eagles fans hate me. It's so funny. All these people sliding into my DMs. Don't come in the 215. Uh, guys, 
I lived right outside the 215 uh, for about six years, you know, and uh, like, just stop with this nonsense. I, I, I listen, I absolutely loved uh, my pick. Um, and that's how it goes. They're not always right. I actually had a great season in NFL gambling. I finished just outside the money in a $1.4 million uh, super contest gambling in Vegas. Uh, I had a great season and a bad weekend in wildcard weekend, but hopefully I'll bounce back strong. I like the Saints this weekend. Scoop, who you got? Well, unlike you, I have ties to Philly. I went to college out there, Bill Hagley. But uh, what I will say is, I did say, um, I went on record and saying that whoever wins the series between the uh, Bears and the Eagles would go on to win to, would go on to visit the Super Bowl. Um, but I, I think. Uh, when you look at just the competition that's in the NFC, I think number one, the Eagles are fired up, but I think the Saints, man, they, they, they've had something special all year. And if, I think if the Saints do win, I do think that, uh, their quarterback can go out on top. Now will be the time to kind of write that, write that, that ending. Um, I like both teams, but I do like an underdog. Um, so I, I'm going to stick with the Eagles because they were improbable, but either team wins, they both deserve to be it. But I, I still, I still like, there's so much competition in the NFC. I look at the NFC like the Eastern Conference of the NBA. There's so much competition. People make so much of the AFC in comparison to the Western Conference. I think there's so much talent in the NFC, but the Eagles definitely have their hands full. All right. I respect it. Uh, go Saints. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool radio on the line. Jason, you've kind of been on the cutting edge of anything Lakers. You talked about you wanted to be a beat writer for covering the Lakers. You discussed um, LeBron James and the whole process of um, him going to Lakers, and you even were ahead of me on the Space Jam stuff. Take me back to Space Jam. What did you know back then? Yeah, well, listen, I, I can't take full credit for Space Jam. Uh, you know, we have a lot of readers on the website, and I get a lot of wacky theories. Hey, man, I heard this. It's like, all right, well, who are you? What is you know, what are your connections? I was just talking about the rear end. But someone wrote me, hey, I'm in the entertainment industry with my credentials. I'm telling you, LeBron's coming to LA. And it has something that has to do with HBM2 and movies and entertainment. And listen, this person who remain uh, kind of semi anonymous, I mean, he swore to me up and down that uh, LeBron's coming out here for entertainment, entertainment endeavors as well as the end of his career. And this person was spot on. Now, unfortunately, I, I don't have any mold uh, with me on the Kevin Durant stuff. And a lot of people going back and forth. Uh, I try not to listen to too much of the noise and form my own opinions. And, uh, you know, I talk to Durant every now and then on uh, Instagram after he saw me pumping up the, uh, that he was the best player in the NBA, you know, better than uh, LeBron. I know some of your uh, listeners are going to hate that. Um, but once he destroyed LeBron, in the 2017 finals, head to head, just murdered LeBron, eviscerated him. And LeBron was great. But in the fourth quarter, in winning time, Durant owned him better shooting percentage, points, assists, you name it. Uh, Durant won. And then I've been saying for a year, Durant's a better player. Durant noticed it because, you know, he's on social media a lot. And, and we started, you know, opening up a dialogue. He's not, you know, spilling any secrets. He still doesn't follow me. Uh, but, uh, you know, we did, we discussed some things and, and I think he's an interesting, fascinating guy. And Scoop, as you know, following this stuff, Sean understands Kevin Durant is very difficult. Uh, I don't know necessarily what he wants. I will say, uh, right now, and again, I, I think you probably agree with me that Durant doesn't know right now what he wants to do. It's January. 
you know, a lot can change in six months. Um, I would lean toward Kevin Durant signs a one and one in stays for one more year. That's just now. Now again, it's all the Yeah, that would that would be my guess as of now. Do you base that upon the landscape of? Oh wait, 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 hold on, hold on. You got to respond. Where are you on that? Oh, where where am I? I'm still going with my report about the Lakers. Uh, are you, where are you going with Durant right now, January 10th? Where am um, I going with it right now? I think right now Kevin Durant is trying to figure out what the what the Warriors are going to do in the finals. Now, when July comes and there's and there's a conversation, I think that it number one depends on what the Warriors do in the finals. If the Warriors win, I think it'll be easier for him to just say, "Okay, I'm packing my things up." But if they lose, I do think that that's a conversational piece as to where the Warriors are going. I think when you look at the Warriors, I think last season, I think that the Houston Rockets made the Warriors look common. And when I mean common, I mean uh, mortal. You know, their defense, Trevor Reza was able to, um, in a supporting cast defensively, was able to neutralize them now. Fortunately for the Warriors, Chris Paul sat out and Game 7 was a different story and they ended up going to the finals. But I do think um, that moving forward from a basketball perspective, um, depending on what some other people do, where play goes, you assume play is staying in Golden State. Um, I think that there are some pieces um, that the Warriors are going to have to add to continue the one that they have. However, and I think... Let, let, you, me, let me counter with this, though, Scoop. Um, when you look at the Warriors possibly winning a third, okay, mm-hmm. nobody, nobody in the modern era, not Magic, not Michael, obviously not Larry, not Kobe, not Shaq, nobody won fourth. Mm-hmm. Could the Warriors convince him? Could they say, hey, man, you stay, we win four. Nobody can touch that. Nobody has ever done it. Dating back, you know, you want to go back to the pre, uh, you know, pre three-pointer era and look to the 60s, Celtic, fine, whatever. But mm-hmm. that's not the modern era, you know. I, I think they can make a convincing argument. Hey, man, let's do a one plus one. Let's chase that fourth. Nobody's ever done it. Let's get it. And that, to me, opening a new arena, um, I wonder if Durant would stay for a one plus one. I don't think it's improbable. I think that when you look at the, the history, as far as what you said about potentially winning four, I think that the Warriors have something to prove because. Many people think that all they do is sit around and hoist threes and attract the best stars. And so if you break the record and you miss the, the 73 and 9 season, the Cavs beat you that season. I feel like the Warriors have something to prove because I think that even though there's a chance, certain people doubt they're dominant. So when you talk about the one plus one, I can see it. Um, but I also do think that, um, I think that the Warriors will ramp it up in the next in the, in the second half of the season after the All Star break, and I think they'll have something to prove. And I think that it's something that that's definitely worth considering. I'll say that. Yeah, my only thing about the regular season scoop is when I you know when I kind of look at uh, what incentive there is. The first year, I mean, they were trying in the regular season, right? Kevin Durant, new team, right? Everybody's all excited. Last season. They kind of didn't try as hard. Rockets got the number one seed. Didn't matter. They didn't have Iguodala, who was the finals MVP in that series, for much of that series against the Rockets. Yeah. And, um, you know, they come back, win games. Dude, they were down 11 
at the half of Game 7 on the road. 11! And they came back and just annihilated the Rockets. You know? They so, played when they want to play. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think there's any incentive for them. I, if you watch them, they're going through the motions. Mm-hmm. You know, if anything, I think they're worried about Kevin Durant, so they're kind of playing to him. By the way, people want to talk about how great of a season Paul George is having, and Paul George has been tremendous, no doubt about it. But, uh, you know, Durant right now, Durant and Curry, I think, are the first teammates in over 50 years to average 28 points a game. I think it's, over, I think it's over 45 or 50 years. I mean, again, he's a small forward who shoots a lot of threes. Scoop, uh-huh. He's at 28, 7, and 6. Ho-hum, career high, 6.1 assists. He's not no big deal. Now, he is shooting 36 from three. He can get that up. I mean, that's Curry for a lot of it, so he wasn't getting great uh-huh. looks. But uh-huh. he's on pace to go 50, 40, 90. Okay? He's on pace to do that if he gets the three-pointers up, and I think he will as long as Curry uh, stays, stays uh, healthy. Let me ask you a question. Scoopy Radio on the line with Jason McIntyre talking NBA, first half of the season, talking about his career and more. Subscribe to Scoopy Radio on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn app, and Stitcher app. When you look at the NBA's Western Conference, um, for me, um, many people on the East Coast thought they'd be staying up late to watch the Western Conference games because they were that good. But you look at the Eastern Conference, and they've just been that damn good also. Are there any, is there any legitimate team in your mind that can compete with the Warriors and make it to the final? Uh, in the West, uh, I would yes. say if, um, if there's any injury to uh, Curry or Durant, then yeah, I think the Lakers have a shot. Of beating them, I think this is, Thunder have a small shot. I think the Rockets have a small shot. But again, that's with injuries. If assuming everybody healthy, no, I don't think anybody beats them in the West. Marcus Cousins, he returns next week. Wait, wait, do you, you think anybody could? No, I think the I think okay. the Lakers. I think the Lakers, and we're gonna get into that in a second. I think the Lakers, depending on what they do by the trading deadline and 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 LeBron coming back healthy. I think any team that LeBron plays on is a threat to anybody. That are willing is a different is a different story. I think that I, that I Christmas, that. and I also think that that Christmas game was indicative upon um, raising the confidence level of those young guys, and I think that that is going to benefit them come playoff time. Yeah, no, that's an interesting theory. I will say, since the Christmas game, no LeBron. Uh, what are they? Three and uh, three and five. Yeah. Uh, with some bad choke late losses. I think as long as the Lakers get a top, as long as they get the second or third seed, I think they'll be in the Western Conference Finals. I don't like them getting the fourth seed because then they'd have to play the. Uh, well, no, actually, the Lakers. As long as they don't play the Warriors yep. until the Conference Finals, I think LeBron will get to the Conference Finals, and I think LeBron knows it. Uh, yep. Last year. Uh, no Kyrie Irving. I mean, last year's roster was a joke. Uh, beats mm-hmm. the Pacers in seven. Beats the Celtics in seven. Both game, uh, Well, the Celtics game was on the road. Like, you know, I, it's LeBron. I'm sorry. I'm not betting again. <laughs> You'd be a fool to do that. You are. I would both be a fool to bet against LeBron. I think LeBron is, a, is when you talked about, um, you know, Kevin Durant and him kind of being that guy. I think LeBron is just a generational guy that has an impact on anybody he comes on in the team that he used to be on. They're not singing the same tune, the winning tune. To that point, here's a million-dollar question for you. You're looking at Jason McIntyre's crystal ball. Will LeBron James have help after the trading deadline? And who, who do you think will ultimately come to the Lakers? 
Yeah. Uh, and this is a tough one, Scoop. Um, Bradley Beal, by the way, I don't know if people have been paying attention. As soon as John Wall goes down with yet another injury, Bradley Beal has been on fire. I mean, mm-hmm. last like two or three weeks, Bradley Beal had, I had him on my fantasy team. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, I play fantasy basketball. Uh, Bradley Beal's been torching people. I mean, he is just killing. But the problem is, A, who do you give up? And B, would you be able to afford a free agent superstar, a Jimmy Butler, a Kevin Durant, uh, whatever, uh, Clay, who I don't get Clay leaving, but well, you got to toss him out there. He's a free agent. Um, so my guess is that LeBron looks around the roster, sees that Kuzma is playing out of his mind. He had a career high last night. Um, Lonzo has shown improvement. Ingram, maybe. I think if there's going to be a change, it's more likely to be um, Brandon Ingram to the second unit, so he gets more time on the court without LeBron. Uh, I do think Brandon Ingram is a closer because he's one of the better defenders. The name I'm hearing, I talked to someone this morning in uh, Memphis. Chandler mm-hmm. Parsons and Memphis are parting ways, obviously, or mm-hmm. have parted in the last couple of days. Keep an eye on Chandler Parsons. And possibly, again, possibly, the Lakers. I know Chandler Parsons has a bad rep around the league. It's kind of a soft player, but he's immensely talented. Um, and, of course, you know this. He's a phenomenal shooter. We mm-hmm. know the Rockets are going to have interest. You know, the Mavericks are going to have interest. This is a guy who can space the floor. Again, doesn't play a ton of defense. Uh, is perpetually injured. But I would be curious. He's a big L.A. guy. You know, he loves going out on the club scene out here in L.A. I think he's going to look hard at and be looked at by the Mavericks, the Lakers, and the Rockets. And Chandler Parsons, to me, would fit a Mike Miller type of role. And it's not just because exactly. he's white, but it's because he could shoot the lights out. Yep. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. But, he's of right. course, now, again, I don't want to underplay this. Chandler Parsons has does not have a good rep around the league. He's just chasing money, chasing girls. Uh, you know, we all, we all know he's a handsome guy who's made a ton of money to do nothing uh, the last few years. But he can shoot it. Uh, I know he hasn't shot it well this year. But again, uh, this is a guy who shot 41% uh, from threes in 2015, 2016, uh, even last year. Again, limited game time, uh, 42% from deep. So you need this guy who can stretch the floor uh, in the playoffs and, you know, Parsons can bang threes. Scoopy Radio on the line with Jason McIntyre. Jay, does Anthony Davis come to the Lakers this season? This season or like this summer? Well, there's I, there's no way they're trading this season. I mean, I would say zero percent chance of that happening. They if they abandon, I mean, just move the franchise to Seattle if you're going to trade Anthony Davis <laughs> mid season. I mean, that's it, they they would be fools. I don't think they would do that. Um, in the off season, scoop. Let me ask. They're going to have to give up Ingram Kuzma Lonzo mm-hmm. to get Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. Um, Anthony Davis, hey, looks around. So wait, who's he going to be in L.A.? Me, LeBron, and KCP? Uh, Rondo? Is that that good? Of, I mean, like, do I want to go there now and then have the pressure of, oh, we traded all the young guys. You better deliver us a trip to at least the Western Conference Finals. Right. NBA. I, I, I'm going to go ahead and say no on Anthony Davis this year. Do you think the Celtics have a snowball's chance in heaven of getting Davis? I don't, because my and again, this is early and stuff can change. People are going to hold sure. you to it if you put this out there. Obviously, sure. I think Anthony Davis will tell the people 
he wants to end up on the Lakers. I think he will not sign the extension this offseason and play it out and either get traded at the deadline or walk for nothing uh, the following season. And I know that's depressing to hear. And would wait until LeBron. LeBron at that point is what thirty six, mm-hmm. uh, or he'll thirty five and a half. Again, I I think Andy Davis is too smart. Like, you know, it, it just doesn't make sense to gut the entire franchise to bring him in, which is why the Celtics do have a more attractive package to the Pelicans. Mm-hmm. Right? They got all those draft picks, and by the way, they're holding that Memphis pick. I think it's what top eight protected, top six protected, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Memphis was a hot team early. Have you noticed they're out of the playoffs? Yep. They're fading. So now the Celtics are holding another lottery pick. So in a good draft. It's a good draft, too. Um, mm-hmm. I will also add, and we didn't, uh, you know, I got to wrap this up here shortly, but uh, we didn't go too deep into Kevin Durant. Um, the Knicks are quietly, I believe, becoming attractive. That's nothing from Durant. Look at this. Okay. You hold out for Zingas the rest of the season. So he just mm-hmm. sits out injured. He comes back healthy. Mm-hmm. They're tanking aggressively. They're looking right now at one of the three worst teams in the league. They win the lottery. You're looking at a healthy Porzingis, maybe Zion Williamson. Kim Hardaway's had a pretty nice year. Kevin Knox looks like a promising rookie. Does Kevin Durant want to come and lead that group hmm. with the Knicks? In the, now, listen, Zion's going to be attracted to people. Again, yeah. I don't think he's going to be like a, a, the best player in the league right out of the gate. Right. He's going to sell a lot of tickets. Uh, he's unselfish. I actually think R.J. Barrett will be the number one pick. I think he's a more complete offensive player. I don't I don't think Zion could be a number one in the NBA on a championship contender. Uh, again, I like Zion a lot. Um, but I do wonder, are the Knicks attractive? Hey, Porzingis, who's always hurt. Zion, Hardaway is like your number four guy. Knox is your number five. That, that's a squad now. The East is challenging. Let's see what happens with Kawhi. Does he stay in Toronto? Okay. Does Boston make a move on somebody? Assuming they keep Kyrie. Sixers. Um, we know, listen, people crushed me, Scoop, when I said that Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid were low-key Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant. They hmm. are friends on the court. They don't hang off the court. Okay, People killed me when I said that. I'm telling you. I don't see this being a long-term thing. And we know, dating back to before the draft, Ben Simmons loves L.A. He's dating Kendall Jenner, loves it out here. We know he's a uh, he's on that uh, what is that um, that that same agency that LeBron is rep by. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. Cl- sorry about that clutch. Yeah. yeah, I think Ben Simmons wants to be in L.A. badly. That's uh, we'll see what happens. Is Jimmy Butler maybe helps expedite the process? A lot of fun stuff on the NBA, right? Never a dull moment. Never a dull moment. And with that, I'm going to let you go. We will do a part two on Scoopy Radio soon. Jason, thank you for joining Scoopy Yeah, maybe Radio. at the trade deadline, Scoop. Good stuff. Yeah. Thanks for having me. You're welcome, man. I'll talk to you soon. All right, Scoop. Thanks. Yes, sir. Scoopy Radio. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 